0: Y'all doing tonight? Welcome to BGTV. I'm so excited about this episode. We've got my one of my best friends, mentor, brother, big brother in Christ, Leslie Drake. Say hey to everybody, Leslie.
1: Man, it's so good to be here tonight. I'm telling you, you're gonna want to listen to what we got to talk about. I'm telling you, these are the end times we're living in, and we're gonna have a blast tonight.
0: Yes, tonight we are talking about the end times. I know that. If you're watching the news, what's all going on in Israel? What's going on in this world? What's going on in your heart? What's going on in my heart? Like what's going on in the body of Christ? Like what is God wanting to do in this hour to awaken the bride of Christ, to awaken those people that have strayed away from him, to reach the lost in this last hour? I know that things like this with war and just turmoil around the world can really wake people up. And so you know what? The end times has a way of of what God's doing in the end times. There's going to be a great harvest, and we are our eyes are open, our ears are open to listening to God's voice in this hour to see how we can be a part of a movement in this end times to reach as many people for Jesus. So, Leslie, as we as the world is 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 is, is moving into a direction of war, and Israel is like just being attacked from all sides. The Bible is clear about, hey, when Israel is surrounded on all sides to, to look up into the, to the sky and in, in, in put your head toward the sky because heaven is coming. Jesus is coming. What, what, what are you feeling in this moment? What do you think is happening on this earth, in the heavenlies? What do you think is happening in this moment right now? Well, i tell you what, Brad. These are exciting times
1: to be living in. Yes. And really... Um, I got to go to Israel this year in March, and uh, (laughs) just before I got to go, the Lord really was telling me this was a very important time to come. Of course, I had no idea that uh, we would see what's happening right in front of us right now, but um, when I was in the land looking around, one of the things that really spoke to me while I was in Israel was that... Um, of all the battles that have been fought in the land for centuries. And obviously, you know, they became a nation in 1948. And just a few months Mm. after becoming an independent nation, they were attacked by five other countries. Wow. And uh, that war lasted for about 18 months. And then they really was recognized um, as the land of Israel. Yeah. And they've had battles through through this hundred years um but nothing that i feel like is at this stage and magnitude of what this could mean right. of where we are right now and so uh obviously most of us if you know you know what's going on you know what happened in the gaza and even now as they're planning to possibly go into gaza um there's several prophecies that this mm. could be leaning towards but you know when we're here in our own land, and we yeah. we don't feel it right. really personally, you know, my question is, is like, you know, what are we supposed to do? That's
0: a good question. Yeah.
1: You know, that's kind of what I'm like, okay, God, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm gonna pray for Israel, but what does this mean for the church and where we are right now? And so I've really been praying about that, and I just thought it'd be great for for us to pitch some some ideas out there yes. and some thoughts about maybe what we should be doing, um, I think there is that there is that fear yeah. to kind of overreach and maybe overreact. Yeah. But then there's also that tendency of just kind of ignoring it and and pretending like it's not happening and just kind of business as normal. And right. I I can tell you I feel like there's a middle ground. Come on that demands a response, mm-hmm. but not uh, to the point of, like, Y2K. You know, yeah. remember when everybody yeah. was, like, buying bottled water? Dude, my
0: mom bought stuff, so much stuff down in our basement. We had <laughs> literally a whole nother grocery store, and when Y2K didn't happen, we literally pulled from downstairs for an entire year or more of all the stuff that we had down there. And, you know, that's so
1: funny. I, yeah. I, I've done those things, and yeah. I, what I wanted to share with everybody about the end times and about the times we're living in is that all through the, the Bible, it almost seems as though Jesus was always calling us mm. to to redeem the time, to make the most of our days, and almost was, if, if you didn't understand it correctly, you thought he was going to come back that you know tomorrow, tomorrow right but yeah, but i absolutely. think it's a it's a way of life it's a it's a sober way of living because all of our lives are are you know are passing by so quickly and god wants us to redeem the time occupy the time mm-hmm. and he wants us to to really live with our with our hearts looking upward come on but also do all that we can as long as we can with all that we can and that means to to love the the our neighbor mm. to love God and, and and you know continue doing the things that we're doing but do it with a sober mind. I believe that um the Lord is it does not want us to react in fear. Mm. And a lot of times when things start shaking and things start getting a little a, a little uncomfortable for us, a lot of times we get in panic mode. Mm. But no matter what Is going on around us. God wants us to hold on to our peace and he wants us to walk in faith. This will demonstrate to those that are around us that we have a firm foundation in our faith in God. Mm. And so David said it so many times in Psalm though war rise against me, even in this, I will be confident. Come on. Because I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, he is my fortress. And, and though a thousand fall at my left and ten thousand at thousand at my right, nothing will come nigh to me because God will give his angels charge over me to come keep on. me safe. So we're in come covenant. On. We're a covenant people with yeah. God. Now, for those of you that may be not where you need to be with God, I would say that this time that we're living in, it is time to get, come back to the Lord, get back on a solid foundation with him. Um, and because, if the Lord comes back in our lifetime, I want to be ready. Yeah. If he comes back in a hundred years from now, I want to live a lifestyle of always being ready. Because people have different ideas about eschatology, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've learned about all of that. We've stood on different ideas, that, you know, pre-rapture, mid-rapture, or or no rapture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and so my take on that, Brad, is this, is that I just want to keep my bags packed.
0: Come on, come on.
1: But I, but I don't want to miss the opportunities that are in front of me. Yes. Thinking that everything's going to end tomorrow.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So. You know, I think that is
0: so imperative for us in this moment to allow the things of this world to wake us up spiritually to begin to think about eternity, to think about Jesus coming back. And I think that what Jesus is telling us is just to watch out. So many times in the scriptures, so many times through the parables, he's really just saying be ready, stay ready. And you know, what? one of the things that sticks out to me in the Bible, it says that he says that he will come at an unexpected time. You know what I'm saying? And you know, what's crazy to me is I was thinking about that and I was really reading that and I was chewing on that one phrase that Jesus was going to come at an unexpected time. Like a Mm. thief would come in and break into a home. Yeah, And he says to be ready. You know what I was thinking about? When's the most unexpected time for Jesus to come? And you know what I just heard like in my spirit? What's that? Today. Wow think about it if he came today it'd be the most unexpected thing that any of us yeah if ev- we would wouldn't we would see it right and when i heard that in my spirit whew, i got chills right now when i heard that in my spirit that today is the most unexpected time for jesus to come yeah it made me some down somewhere deep and in down inside go. Brad, you got to get ready. Yeah. You got to get ready. And there's people around you, loved ones, could be family, friends, coworkers, people you love and you pray for that you know aren't ready. Mm. It's up to us that are awake and they're trying to get more to help wake them up and help get them ready for this moment. And with mm. all this going on in the world around, it's, it's, it's God's just crying out to us to get more hungry for him and to get more focused on him and more focused on eternity and more focused on the people all around us so that we can help them get ready for this moment. Yes. And I just believe that Jesus is getting ready to come back. Is that today we have to, we've got to learn to live like it's today and, 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 and prepare like it's for today, but live, keep living like he's. You know, we, we don't know when he's coming, but we've got to start living with some urgency. And I think that through these wars and watching the prophecies fulfill and watching what's going on in Israel has really awakened me in, in, in more of an urgency. Yes, to really help seek the people around me.
1: I think that's that's a great way to to approach anything in life. Think about it. Um, you know, in your life, you you could have. influence in so many different people. And uh, when you're living with a place of urgency and a place of thinking about eternity, an opportunity that's presented to you with somebody may come few and far in between. And so if we're always putting things off and not living in that that place of urgency, we very well may be missing opportunities that are in front of us every single day to share hope, encouragement, and maybe reach our hand out to somebody to love them. You know, Jesus tells us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves, And that opportunity to love them may not be presented every single day, but there may be a day that it's time to show the love of God to the people that come in your pathway. And so every day... I try to look at those opportunities and say, okay, this might be the last moment that I ever get to speak to this person. So what are the words that I want to say? What is it that I want to convey? Because, you know, it may never happen again. And so I'm, I'm starting to, like you said, I'm starting to live that, that place of urgency and the war that's been, that's been going on in Ukraine, you know, had, had heightened a little bit of concern about stability And, you know, wars and all of that. But when the war broke out in Israel Mm. on the, you know, the 50th anniversary of Yom Kippur Mm. and all the different, you know, the innocent lives that were lost, um, you know, really international because of that festival that was going on. So there were so many different nations that was affected by this. Wow. It really, um, it just sent chills down my spine saying, oh my gosh, is this the beginning of the end Mm. because God has always spoken to us by his nation, Israel. Mm. He made a covenant with Israel, with Abraham many years ago. And he said that he would keep his promise to them for a thousand generations. Mm. And so we've nowhere near a thousand generations from Abraham. Yeah, sure. And so we know that when they were brought back into the land in 1948, Mm. obviously regained Jerusalem in 67, that we began to be on a real time clock. Come on. um, Because we knew that it was going to come back to a place where Mm. war would break out once again. Mm. And God himself said that he would defend the land of Israel. Come on. And so we're very well maybe finding that Uh, more nations are going to get involved. Mm. We find in Psalms 83, about a 10-league nation that will be joining together against Israel. Now, the three previous wars in 48, 67, and 73 had five Arab nations. But we now see that there are actually more nations that could be getting involved. Obviously, Iran would be Mm. one of those nations. And, uh, and then on the other side of that could be a false sense of peace. Mm. There could be somebody that would arise yeah. that would say, hey, this is what we need to do and have all the answers, and it seemed to be the right way to go. But it could be the carpet being rolled out for the Antichrist right, right. to be revealed. yeah. And then, then you have the Ezekiel 38 war that seems to be the last and big war that would probably bring bigger players into place mm. beyond the Arab nations, which would probably include China and Russia. Mm. And, uh, and we know not too long ago that China and some of the other nations like North Korea, they started forming their own uh, nation's allegiance similar to the United Nations wow. And so you really are already starting to see a real big divide between nations that could be setting the stage mm. for the last of all the wars. Wow. Now, I'm just saying, I'm starting to see the groundwork. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That, so, But one of the things that, um, Brad, I think that is so important is to know this, that Jesus instituted and brought to us an everlasting kingdom. Ooh. He opened the door for us to be part, joint heirs with Jesus and fed, uh, kingdom citizens of a kingdom Eternal kingdom. Eternal kingdom. And he says the kingdoms of this world, in the very end, the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdom of (laughs) our God. Come on. So we're already a part of a nation Mm. that will never be shaken. Come on. Come on. And will never have an ending. Yeah. Literally coming to Jesus is the most important thing that you could be doing in these days that we're living, come on. yes, I love our nation in America, but I'm telling you, I am so uh, at peace to know that Jesus is King and Lord over all of everything in heaven and in earth. And so everything is beginning to play out until the triumphant yeah. king is revealed in the second coming of Christ. Come on. Brad, I cannot wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> till we see Jesus oh in gosh. all of his glory yeah. ruling from the nation of Israel. The um, king of all kings has arrived, and I can't be a wait glorious for that day, moment. Baby. It's going to be a glorious
0: day, and I can't Woo. wait. I know you're ready. I'm, I'm trying to get ready with all my heart, and I'm telling you what, This is, this is, this is going to happen. It's not something that is just, just a a figment of our imagination or we're hoping for, this will happen. And the question is, is, are you ready? Um, You know, and like, I like one of the questions you had said earlier, I was like, with all this going on and some, it it can seem like it's so far away from us here in America. We're right here in Birmingham, Alabama, like, besides praying for them and, you know, whatever other things that God sends your way to help them. But it's like, what do we do? You know, like you were yeah, saying, yeah. And, I, and I think that there's a lot of people out there tonight that may hear this and go, yeah, I hear all of that and I'm praying, but what else can I do? And the, and, and, I, and I think that the excitement and everything is amazing. And I think we should let it drive us to the feet of Jesus. But like you were saying earlier, I thought was so important was that this is the time to love your neighbor. It is. Like, this is the time to see that person at work, to see those people in your neighborhood, to see the people around you and your family yes, and really pour into them and help them. So I'm going to give you some people and be like, well, what do you mean? I want to give you some examples of, this is not boasting in, in, in my life. I'm going to give you some examples. Sometimes it's just good to hear examples of what other people are doing during their day yeah. so that your antennas can be open to, um, how can I reach people around me? Yeah. So just today, this is today. Okay. Mm. There's going to give you three examples of of just people that I was able to just have conversations with. And so, you know, there's, um, a guy that comes in, he, uh, I work at Icon trustful. We sell golf carts. If you need a golf cart, come see us. Um, but, uh, As I sell golf carts, you know, we deliver, we, uh, um, we order a lot of things. And, um, so FedEx comes and drops off a lot of different things, a lot of different packages. And today, um, so over the, you know, the months I've just been kind of just, um, just kind of speaking into this young guy that'll come and drop off packages and everything. We talk about the Lord and then, um, today he came in today and he said, I didn't have a package. I just wanted to come in and say, hey, you were on my mind. And um and then we talked about the Lord. And then I got to encourage him some things that he was going through and wow. just got to just pour into him. But just cause I was planting seeds along the way, he stopped by today simply just because I was on his mind and because wow. the Lord was drawing him in there right. to, for me to speak into his life. And so that's one thing that I've been doing is just planting seeds with somebody just simply as the FedEx guy, or UPS guy. Or somebody's dropping off them. Is it, You can have impact on anybody at any time. That's it's right. just opening your mouth and do it, planting those seeds. But today he was like, man, everything that you said today, I'm going home tonight and I'm reading that. I, and I'm going to read then I got to send those scriptures to him and text them to him. So that's one example. Then another example is one of the guys that that I work with. We're really close, real good friends. And and I just sat down and was just um, and I just simply asked him. I just said, "Hey, man, how's your relationship with the Lord?" Just a simple question. Yeah, it is. You know, it's a simple question. It's not really awkward. It's just you know. And he just he just looked at me and he just said, "Ma'am." Uh, I guess kind of like everybody else's, I'm just trying to make it through. And and then we went on a, probably a 30-minute conversation just talking about Jesus, that's talking awesome. about the Lord, because I just felt led by the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit just to open up to someone close around me and simply just, this might not be somebody that's lost. This is somebody that was in my path that I... I was just wanting to inspire them to draw closer to Jesus. that's good and then the last one today was pretty probably one of my favorites um I actually sold a golf cart today and um the guy when he bought the golf he bought the golf cart and his wife and family left and he was there um it was just me and him and he was waiting on his buddy to come bring the trailer to take the golf cart and um, we were just sitting there and we just started talking, man, like 30 minutes. I never met this guy in my life and we're just talking the whole time. I'm just, you know, befriending them and, and just, and just trying to see where the whole, the conversation is going. And then he just said that somehow it came up about COVID and he said his mom had passed away during COVID mm. and he had, um, and he said that it had been pretty traumatic for him in the last two years because they didn't really get to grieve. And, mm. you know, and, um, and so, He's, I could tell that it was something that was heavy on his heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I didn't know where he was spiritually, but I just said, you know, ma'am, I don't mean to be awkward, but do you mind if I pray for you, pray for you and your family, um, that you know, that, that God can give you peace and closure and 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 through this process of losing your mom. I said, I could tell it's something that's really heavy on your heart, and I just want to help. And anyway, I just want to pray for you. He said, Yeah, man, that'd, that'd be great. So he's sitting in the golf cart. I'm standing beside the golf cart, and it's just this is just real life, everyday yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, you know? yeah, Absolutely. And I just started praying for him, praying for peace over him and his family. He probably played, prayed for three or four minutes, nothing really long or nothing like that. And when I got done, he looked at me and said, Man, thank you so much. And he reached out his hand and was like, Wanted to like tell me thanks, and he just sat back in his chair and took a big, huge, giant, deep breath. And it was like I could tell that God was ministering to him, yes, right there at work, you giving know, him peace. just giving him peace. And I just feel like sometimes we need to hear examples like this because we're like, Well, well I'm just at work here, I'm just doing that here, I'm not running around anybody. We really are around a lot of people if we'll just take the time to pour into their lives, to help them to pray. And you were saying, well, with all the war going on, what can I do? And I really believe that this is the moment that we are to spend as much time with the Lord as we can to be filled up, to be able to pour into those people around us. Because I believe that as war escalates around the world, that... Those who are awake, the Bible says in the end times that five will be ready and five will not. I believe this is the hour where we're going to see the the ministry of the five virgins who are five bridesmaids who are awake, who begin to awake. And those people who are awake are going to begin to reach out to people all around them and help prepare them for the bridegroom, for Jesus to come back and get us.
1: That's right.
0: Because in that same parable in Matthew 25, it says that Mm. when the door was shut, that was it.
1: That's it. That's the same thing that happened with Noah. Yeah. You know, when the door shut, it was too late. But I'm telling you today, I believe a couple things that you and I can do. Not only are we a part of this great kingdom, but we're also, um, the Lord's inviting us to be part of the business with him. What I mean by that, Brad, is like Jesus, when he was young and, mm. and, and his mom and dad were looking for him, Yeah, um, just as a little boy, he responded to his mom and dad and said, did you not know I must be about my father's business? Come on. And then in his ministry, as he looked at the, the multitudes, mm. he was just really moved with compassion, but he was moved also to pray. Mm. And his prayer was not that he could do more, but that God would raise up other people to partner in the kingdom business. Come on. And so Jesus literally was looking to his disciples to pick up the baton Mm. and carry the message of hope to others so that we could also say, you know, we got to be about our father's business. Yes. So in this time when Jesus opened the door for the kingdom to begin to take shape and, and manifest in the earth, we literally are ambassadors of that kingdom and we're supposed to offer that hope to others. Come and on. so man, like I would say one of the key things that that we need to do is because there's two things that are going to happen. Yeah. When things start shaking and things start getting uncomfortable and tough times and And trials and tests begin to happen to the nations. It says most people's hearts will fail them because of the fear Mm. of the things that they're seeing happening around them. But the Lord tells us time and time again and told his disciples Mm. in really difficult times, he said, do not be afraid. Mm. Come on. Well, how am I not to be afraid? Yeah with the things that i'm seeing that are going on around he gives us the 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 answer and he tells us in luke 21 verse 36 he says watch and pray mm. Watch and pray because I believe if we'll get in the presence of God, I believe God will give us the faith that we need to stand in the days that we're living in and not only stand, Mm. but be able to reach out to others. Mm. I I remember a dream that my daughter had, Gabby. Mm. And she said, dad, it was, it was the craziest dream. she said, there was this huge flood that just came over the whole earth. She said, and I was, I was in this, like this safe place, like, like it wasn't a boat. It was kind of like, it was like land, Mm -hmm. but she said, like, God was asking me to reach out and pull people out mm. of the the flood. Wow. And 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 even throw them like life jackets. She just said I saw like I was part of trying to help people. Yeah, yeah. Like they were drowning. Wow. And like I'm telling you guys like like you don't even realize that there are people right now all around you that are drowning. Mm. That are struggling that 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 don't know where to turn and, and maybe they've Maybe they've heard about the Lord, but maybe they've been distracted. Mm. Maybe they've been away from Him for a long time. And they need to know that God wants to bring them back to a safe place. Come on. And so we need to pray yeah. that that God would pr- just prepare us to do that. Mm. You know, be be available like you were today at work. Mm. But we also need to pray mm. for everybody out here today because yeah. I believe that man, there is so much that needs needs to be done in this hour yes that that God is trying to awaken the bride come on and awaken the the kingdom of God that's on the inside of you. Let me tell you you've got something that's eternal. you're gonna make it. God's already secured your salvation. you've already placed your trust in him and he just needs you to be about his business in this hour. Now, listen, there are people that are that are having to go to war because of a nation they're trying to defend or a cause they're trying to stand for. And the Lord is literally calling for the army to arise in this hour. Yes. And we have a holy cause. Come on. And we have a great purpose for every single nation, every single tribe, and every single person in the world today, and God needs you and I in order to do that. So I'm praying that we will be ready, Brad. I yes, really am. That we'll I, be a part of this.
0: I know it, man. I want anything. I was just telling you before we started this podcast. I'm getting hungry. Mm. Like I'm getting hungry. And like I shared last week, wow, about watch you know my newborn baby girl. Watch I'm just feeding her and watching her. He hungry for this milk, and God has spoke to me and said, "Brad, you got to get hungry for me like she's hungry for this milk." And I'm telling you, over the last week and a half, two weeks, I've got more hungry for God than I have in a long time. And I was sitting here at this table, as a, talking to Nick, the producer here at BGTV, and I got into tears, and I just said, "Nick, I said, I've got to get hungry for God." I said, because I'm so dissatisfied with everything. Yeah. Like I'm I'm obviously dissatisfied with the world, but I'm even dissatisfied with everything else that's going on in the spirit. Like like and I started crying. I said I have no other option but hmm. to get hungrier for God yes. and go after him with all of my heart and watch him show up on the scene and do something that only he can do. And if you're out there and you're dissatisfied mm. and nothing is fulfilling you in this world, even the, even where you're at in ministry or whatever's going on, you're looking for something real, it's going to happen when you get hungry for God. You put away all the distractions of the world and you go after God with everything that you have. And this moment, in this hour is the moment that we need to go after him with everything that we have. You know, Jesus says, um, you know, the disciples We're um, in Matthew twenty four. We're asking Jesus, uh, "When is when will be some signs that the end times are here that are coming?" And Jesus begins to tell them, "Well, there'll be a lot of deception in the end times. There'll be there'll be people falling away um, from from the Lord. They'll be abandoning their faith. There'll be earthquakes." There'll be natural disasters. There'll be wars and rumors of wars and the how we, all this stuff, it says "And the love of many will grow cold. Mm. And if there's any of those that of the signs that I can say, man, right now in this moment, the love of many has really grown cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in the passion translation, it goes, it gives off all of those, um, signs And then it says this in verse 14, it says, Yet through it all, Hmm. the good news of heaven's kingdom will be proclaimed all over the world, providing every nation with a demonstration of the reality of God. And after that, the end of the age will arrive. And I had never seen it put this way before. I'd always seen all the things that Jesus listed. Yeah, yeah. But then this version says, yet through it all mm. so i always thought that all this bad stuff would happen and then the kingdom would be preached but then it showed me as all of this is going on and it's only going to escalate in this world and get worse that's right. from this moment that's right but it says yet through it all The gospel, the good news of heaven's kingdom, the gospel will be proclaimed all over the world. Guess what that means? That somebody's awake in the spirit. That's right. That somebody is one of those bridesmaids that are getting ready for Jesus to come back, and they're going to proclaim the gospel to all nations as it's all going on through it all. That's right. People like you, me, whoever out there is hungry for God to do something through your life. Come on. We're going to be the ones proclaiming the gospel through it all, and then... The end will come, and so don't don't mistake it that you're going to see all these wars and everything happen, and I just need to stay in my house and not be you not be heard. And no, you know, this is the moment to get a to become alive in Christ, to not be ashamed of the gospel, and to go out there and love people like you never have before, and be one of those that says that this verse in verse fourteen says, "Yet through it all, the good news will be." Be one of those that through it all you're going to be out there spreading the good news of Jesus wherever you go. Amen. That's so good. Man, I tell you, Brad, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm just so glad to be a part of it. And I feel like that uh, right now God is calling us to hunger for him. He's calling us back to himself. We really need to get um, an understanding of what we ought to do. And, and God tells us in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, um, he says he says awake you that sleep arise f- from the dead and Christ will give you light or give you instructions and then he goes on he says redeem the time because the days are evil and then he says be filled with the holy spirit mm. so that you could understand the will of god wow if there was ever a time for us to hear the alarm the alarm is sounding it's time to wake up it's time to sober up. It's time to allow the Lord to open your eyes to your the purpose that he, and plan that He has for you. And just just get alone with God and just ask Him right now. I'm telling, you, just ask Him to fill you with His Holy Spirit. He'll pour out His Spirit upon you, and I promise you, you will not be able to help but prophesy and declare the goodness of God.
0: Come on, I'm
1: telling you, the Holy Spirit will help us do everything that we need to do in this hour. But sometimes we have not because we ask not, Mm. or we're just getting so filled up with things that are not satisfying us. And I think, Brad, I know you and I have talked about that. I feel like there's a discontentment of the way things are right now in people's hearts. And there's something that's calling you to something more. And I'm telling you, I believe that you, what you need more than anything else is just the the revelation of Jesus's heart for you mm. and your purpose for your life. So just, I challenge you guys, just ask God if this is not the hour to get ready because we are living in
0: the end times. I believe it with all my heart that this is the moment. I believe this is the beginning of the end. And what an opportunity to be on this earth and to live in this moment where we're going to get, if the Lord tarries and gives us, each of us, we don't know when we're going to pass, but we have opportunity to probably see Jesus come back and be a part of the rapture. And I've just, I'm being moved to get ready, like to get ready for this moment. And so as people out there are moved and to get ready themselves, I would love for you, Leslie, to pray us out tonight and to pray for however you feel led to pray, um, and I feel like that's just the way that we should close this out tonight. It's just with prayer for Israel, prayer for the people here that are listening to get ready to be prepared for Jesus to come back.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's do that. I've really enjoyed our time together. Absolutely, man. Just, man. just these this the moment you just started speaking there, I felt the Holy Spirit. This the the presence of the Lord is here right now. Mm. I feel his call. I feel like that you're feeling a call in your heart right now. It's tugging in your heart. So let's, let's come to the Lord in prayer. And, uh, and I just feel like God's going to just awaken you right where you are. So, Father, mm. in the name of Jesus, yes. we thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit. Yes. Lord, you are desiring to awaken the bride. Mm. Lord, you are calling the prodigals to come home yes, right now. Come home. And Lord, before it's too late, Lord, we will stretch our hearts and our mm. faith to you, God. And Lord, we're saying, God, help us to be uh, the, the, the watchman. Help us to be the mm. alarm that's sounding to prepare the way mm. of the Lord's return. Yes. And Lord, right now is is Israel is being shaken, and Israel is in war right now, mm. and the enemies are coming around mm. her. God, we pray for the this yes. peace of Jerusalem and salvation yes. to the Jews. Mm. Where we're asking you, for you to make yourself known in this land, oh God. Mm. Lord, you prophesied mm. millenniums ago that, Lord, that that when you see the, the armies mm. surrounding the, the, the city of Jerusalem to mm-hmm. look up, mm. For our redemption draws nigh. Yes. And so, like right now, Lord, I, I thank you that you're calling people back to yourself right mm. now. If you're out there right now mm. and you're feeling this, this urgency to get right with God, just just ask him right now to forgive you yes. of, of anything that you, wherever you've mm. gone astray, just say, I'm coming back to you, Jesus. Mm. I, I want to be in your house i want to be in in your presence and i want to be close to you lord mm. right now i want to make you, the, my relationship with you the most important mm. thing yes and maybe there's some of you right now that you know that that there's more and that mm. you need to be actively involved mm. in doing work for the lord and you're mm. saying now yes lord i i i'll sign up mm, lord yes. i'll be a part mm. I'll be a part. I'll be your hands, your feet. I will go out Mm. and and share the good news of the gospel. Yes. We pray, Lord, that you would raise up an army Mm. in this hour, Lord, Mm. to represent the kingdom of God Mm. in
0: Jesus' name. amen. 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 Leslie, thank you for being on BGTV tonight. I feel the presence of God in here. I do too. It is. Thick in here tonight. I hope Woo. you're feeling it out there. Um, and you know what? We want you to share this episode with many people as you can. Yes. And you know, make sure that you like it, share it, subscribe to our channel, so we can help get more people out there to reach more people. Um, every time you like it, share it, and subscribe, it helps us to reach more people with what God has put in our hearts, and that's what the heart of this channel is for, is to help prepare people's hearts for the Lord's return. And so thank you for watching tonight. We'll be right back here next Sunday at 7 p.m. I hope you have a great week and thanks so much for watching.